is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. One thing I have learned and remember all learning is remembering. So one thing I have remembered by unbecoming, by lifting the veil, by excavating truth and finding my highest self and connecting with her is to be wherever I am in that moment and be in the season that I'm in. The season that you're in right now probably looks nothing like the seasons other people are in. But you're not living their life. You're living your life. And your creator has a specific journey in mind for you and a specific plan for you. And if you were in a different season, you wouldn't learn the lessons that you're supposed to learn and you wouldn't have the experiences that you need to have. And you wouldn't feel what you need to feel to be able to move to the next season. There are seasons that are so hard, so painful, so heavy. They feel exhausting. They feel suffocating. They feel like they will never end. There are seasons that are filled with so much excitement and joy. And sometimes we forget to soak it up and to just be there. Because the excitement and the joy and the achievement and whatever's happening that feels magical calls us to want more and to think about, well, if it's this good, what if it could be this good? And imagining better is totally part of being in the magic. However, imagining better is very different from not being present in the magic and focusing on what you don't have yet. Wishing away the season that we are in is simply going to call in more of what we're feeling right now until we are able to just be in it. It's a classroom and there's no way to escape it. What are you trying to tell me? What do you want me to learn? If my eyes were your eyes and my ears were your ears and my voice were your voice, how would I see? What would I hear? How would I speak? How would I be? If I were really tuning into what you want me to learn in this season, what would that look like? What would you have me experience? I'm fully surrendering to the season that I'm in. 
It doesn't mean I don't want more. It doesn't mean I don't want to manifest. It doesn't mean I don't look for bigger, better things to come. It doesn't mean I'm not excited and hopeful for the future. It doesn't mean I'm dwelling on what's happening in this season. But I'm surrendering to it. I'm just surrendering to it. I'm just letting go and releasing. And I know that no matter what this season looks like, no matter what storms are here, no matter what challenges are here, there is divine purpose in this. And there's something I just don't understand about it. And I won't understand it until I move through it. And I can't move through it until I decide to accept it. And I can do that while at the same time, I'm shifting my internal vibration to match the season that I'm excited for, the goals I want to reach, the money I want to have, the friendships I desire, the relationships, the love, the abundance, the health, the spiritual connection. I can embody all of that no matter what season I'm in. Both can happen at the same time. How do I do that? If I'm surrendering to a season that is the hardest season of my life, when I feel like I can just barely get through, all I can do is survive it. How in the hell am I supposed to raise my vibration and match the vibration of what I desire and what I want to create and manifest and co-create with God? How do I do that? Maybe the only way you do it in this season, if it's a really hard one, is just surrendering. Just surrendering to the season that you are in and saying, thank you. I love you. I know you see me. I know you love me. Just guide me through this because I don't know what the hell to do. That alone might be the only thing you need to do to shift your internal vibration for what you desire in this life. You don't have to fake it till you make it. Maybe it's a season of rest. Maybe it's a season of reflection. Maybe it's a season of planting seeds. Other people are harvesting. Who the hell cares? That's not your journey. If it's not a season of harvest for you, it wasn't meant to be. When you see Sally celebrating her harvest, you celebrate her and celebrate for her and with her. And don't you let that even come close to your own experience other than sharing in her joy. Your time will come, but I really believe that your time will come a lot slower if you don't surrender to the season that you're in. And to be clear, surrendering to the season that you're in is not choosing mediocrity, choosing dismal negativity, choosing victimhood. What is victimhood? Victimhood is I can't unless everything around me is a certain way. Something external needs to happen or be given to me or gifted to me or placed in my lap, or I need some relationship or some way of being or something. I need something in order to be able to have the life that I want. That's what a victim says. And a champion says, I don't need anything external to happen because it's in me. Someone who can surrender to the season they are in understands that. That's a language I could not decode for most of my life. And then when I did, it was like having the golden ticket. Experiencing gratitude and experiencing the lessons and experiencing joy and peace and love in no matter what season it is and being okay with the season 
while not succumbing to it, while not just laying down and dying in the season. That's how you get to the next level. It's like a video game. You up-level and then you up-level and you up-level, but while you're up-leveling, you may just have to die a few times, as in your old self dying, your false self dying, your stories dying, your bullshit dying, your fear dying, your victim story dying, your I don't have enough, life isn't fair, everything happens happens to everybody else. Why isn't it my time, God? Why isn't it my time? Why does everybody else have it easy when it comes to their weight? Why do I have to carry around this extra weight? Why am I broke? All of that can, will, and must die for you to reap the rewards of another season which is another level. It may not feel like another level because as soon as you enter the new season, it may not feel like, okay, I have this brand new life. I'm excited. Things are popping. Things are good. It may start off rough, but that's just breaking in a new pair of shoes. That's all it is. And some of you, and I have felt this and experienced this, feel like you're on this hamster wheel or it's like Groundhog Day. You're like, if I get another season like this, I can't take it anymore. I've had enough. I had so much pain and heaviness and heartache and so many challenges in the span of a year and a half, two years. If I listed them all to you, even if you have had a really hard life, you would have empathy and say, my God, that must have been hard. And I realize now that all of the lessons that came with that and in that and through that were necessary for me to reach the level I'm about to step into. And one of the biggest lessons was for me to have boundaries, to release, surrender, and let go, and to truly love myself enough to put myself first without guilt, without apology, without an explanation. To understand that putting myself as the mother, as the matriarch, putting myself first, although completely foreign to me, so uncomfortable, normally attached to so many stories of this can't happen, this isn't okay, what about everybody else? Me being able and being willing and choosing to do that is one of the biggest acts of love I could ever give my children, my husband, my friendships, my work relationships, and the world, and every woman who's listening to this podcast. doesn't have to be a mani and a petty. It doesn't have to be a massage. It can be saying, no, I won't do that. That's not going to work for me. No, I actually can't babysit. I love that and your procrastination isn't my emergency. I love you enough to say that, although it really doesn't feel comfortable. Loving yourself might be locking the door in the bathroom and taking an extra 20 minutes in a bath. Turning your phone off. Not answering the phone even if the most powerful client on earth calls you or messages or emails. Looking at everything urgent and saying, sorry, not today, not important. Loving yourself first might be just making sure you have a big glass of water as soon as you wake up in the morning before your feet hit the ground. You stand up tall and you drink and let that water fall like a waterfall into every cell of your body because hydrated cells are happy cells. Loving yourself might be choosing to wear an outfit that no one else understands but you and being a little scared while you do it. Loving yourself might be saying no to an intimate moment with your partner when they want you to say yes. 
It might be getting uncomfortable and propositioning your partner when you're afraid of rejection. Loving yourself and putting yourself first might be choosing the chocolate cake instead of the apple. Yes, I said that. Loving yourself might be saying something kind to yourself in the mirror instead of tearing yourself down. And loving yourself might be forgiving yourself when you don't. Being in the season that you are in does not mean spiritual bypassing. Or you say, well, this is bad, but it could be worse. It doesn't matter if it could be worse. Let yourself feel it. Let yourself experience it. It's one of the kindest things you could ever do for you. And remember, when you do that for you, you do it for every woman in your life your ancestors, your children, your grandchildren, and your grandchildren's grandchildren. And yes, you do. You create a ripple effect. You shift the energy in you, which causes the shift in them. How is that? Because they start seeing you and feeling you and experiencing you differently, which causes them to show up differently, which causes you to show up differently, which creates a whole new experience for everybody. When you heal yourself, You're inviting all of us to heal. When you heal yourself, the things you can't control in others and the things you want to fix and heal and mend in your children can finally heal. Yes, because you healed yourself first. Whatever season you are in, be there. Really be there. Soak it in, soak it up, feel it, drink it in, experience it. Be with it, sit with it, sleep on it, love it, even if you hate it. Every time you look to the left or to the right and you compare yourself and you look at the journeys and the seasons of others, you're missing the point. Pretend you're a swimmer and you're in lane seven. You can't look at the other lanes. Don't look at six. Don't look at eight. Just look ahead and keep going. It doesn't matter the speed, it doesn't matter the style, it doesn't matter, just swim your own race. If things aren't working out, they weren't meant to. If things are going slow, they were meant to. If things are popping and hopping, they're meant to. And if you want more and you want different, ask yourself, am I more? Am I different? Am I? Because if you're not, you're not going to have it. You just aren't. You have to embody that in you. You have to be that before you can have it. You know that. Be, do, have. It's not the other way around. If I have that, then no. If I do that, then no. If I be that, then I can do that. And then I can have that. That's the truth.